This is Square Pizza, cooked up by Shermco. So this is a podcast about making the good things about school even better. So on today's Square Pizza podcast, uh, we interviewed Dr. Steve Perry, um, and we'll link his bio and information in the show notes. But if you don't know him, um, another national figure in ed reform and education, uh, runs a number of charter schools and has helped others open charter schools in a number of areas across the country. Um, but this uh, episode quickly went a little bit off the rails, I think in a good way. Um, went put, uh, you know, we began to discuss and um, really focus on politics, and so you'll hear us talk about everything from why he's not supporting Warren and Bernie, uh, why he's leaning towards Bloomberg, um, why, as a black man, he decided to endorse Betsy DeVos, um, and why he's working on a school improvement plan all weekend for the schools he's working at. So this is a really fun interview um, to get a sense of how nuanced Dr. Perry's thinking is, um, how hard he is working to support his schools, but his national focus um, on politics and how that affects the f um, kids and communities moving forward with so many upcoming elections and policy decisions to make. So we hope you guys enjoy this. Thanks. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, really excited to introduce you to Dr. Steve Perry. Dr. Perry, how are you doing today, sir? Having time in my life, brother. You? Uh, I'm also well. I'm also well. Thank you. Uh, appreciate that positivity on a Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock. Uh, that means you're living well. Um, just want to start off with something fun. Do you have any good weekend plans that the people should know about? I am going to write a school improvement plan. How about that? Is that right? Good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, Good for you. Well, I know the kids in the communities will be well served um, after that plan. Uh, so we really appreciate you taking time. And like we said, we wanted to um, just kind of start off with something fun. But, you know, doing our research on you, uh, it appears to be your Twitter famous. Is that is that true? Is that how you feel? I think if I put makeup on or show people how to put makeup on, I could become Twitter famous. <laughs> Or if YouTube famous. Dance moves. No, I, I, all that. I can become Twitter famous. Or if I uh, wear the sire of a famous guy, a famous uh, person, I might become Twitter famous. But I'm just a regular guy with a couple thousand followers who uh, attempt to speak truth to power. No, I mean, you appreciate it. It's a, it, it's a good follow and not just a good superficial follow. But I, I appreciate um, you speaking your mind. I appreciate you, I think, being nuanced, even just following your, your Twitter threads. Like, you at least appreciate when people push back or have nuanced arguments, and you do that as well. So I think, obviously, nowadays it can that's be. A hard thing. That's, a hard, that's a hard thing to do, but I'll be honest with you. Sure. That's what people typically want. They want, uh, uh, if, uh, you know, as a black person, what they want come squarely down the line of Democrats, because mm -hmm. black and Democrats apparently are one and the same in a lot of people's minds. Similarly, um, because of my pedigree of coming up in poverty, I should have certain compulsions, of course, um, that uh, would lead me to uh, support someone like Bernie Sanders, mm -hmm. which I completely don't, mm -hmm. um, or Elizabeth Warren, which I completely don't. Um, and to uh, pass aside cats like uh, George Bush uh, or Jeb Bush, which I completely don't. Hmm. I, I I look for the um, the consistency 
win an argument. So when someone tells me that they're pro-choice, meaning they want a woman to have the right to do what she wishes with her body, sure. then I would imagine they also want that woman to have the right to do with her child mm. what she so chooses. So mm. they would allow for this person to select whether or not to have a child, but they don't want to give that same person the opportunity to choose where that child goes to school. Similarly, I support gender equality, and I support people not being judged by their gender. But I think it's goofy uh, to then say that you are going to elect a person because they're a woman. I think that there's something inherently hypocritical about that. So my job is to call it open, because I think it's strange for somebody to say yep. that they're pro-public school when they send their child to a private school. So I do all I can to, to flash light on, on the hypocrisy of, of, let's say, the world of Twitter, but also to draw attention to what I believe to be our salient issues. We have got to find ways to make sure that our children perform better in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just leaving a, a, a staff meeting from one of our schools, and I'm on 11, because there are things that we're discussing here on February 26th that I don't even understand why we're discussing them. And this is in one of my own schools. Yeah. I'm can you can you shed light if you're if you're able about uh, what maybe some of those things are that have you fired up right now at the school level? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I don't know why I have teachers in our schools talking about they don't know what to do when a child comes to class class late. So the tardy the tardy system should be down by now. We should know what the tardy systems are in the school. We should know how, what, what to do. And you want to get kids to class on time? Get your ass off. Yep. How about that? How about getting there and lighting on fire? How about making your class so damn cool and so damn compelling that when kids know that they have your class, they're barreling down the hall to get there in time to get a seat. Because we have classes like that in the sure. school. We have somebody who tells an SAT prep class. The kids actually will leave another person's class early to make sure they can get a seat. Was that some of the feedback you gave them today? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> How was it received? And, and, and the reason I'm asking, because I, I love this, because I, I think it's so nuanced, right? Because like, we can right, we can write school improvement plans, which will be good, but the implementation of those things, and then like when the human interaction comes down to it, like these like day-to-day conversations are really important for hopefully our listeners and even everybody with the ex- experience to understand like how to navigate these situations. Uh, well, uh, and, and, and that's why I struggle um, when... Uh, I see people having conversations. Like, I look at someone like an AOC. Mm-hmm. And on so many levels, I just, I just watch her and shake my head. Because I think, you're so wrong, right? Like, you're so wrong, right? You didn't talk in the wrong. Your mother did. Your father did. Right. Your grandparents did. But you did. And you grew up in the suburbs. And so specifically with, with, with her education platform or all of her platforms? That's where it starts there. Okay. But because they wanted you to have a better education. They had choice. And then you turn around and say, I support public education. Yeah, but you left that zip code to go to a private college where you would come back and have a choice as to what you do with your life. Right. You came back comfortably middle class. It's 
you have a degree from a private college. Looks much different. Yep. It's not easy to have these conversations when there's no there's no skin in the game. No skin at all. So. Yep. And while we're there, can you speak? Can you speak to like the the disagreements with, or maybe just w how you'd improve the platform of of Bernie or Warren? I think I know, because um, I may have the same feelings, yeah. may not, but would love to hear no. specifically from no. you. You cannot, because the purpose of this platform is to offend anything that they think is different. So I look at someone like an Elizabeth Warren, mm -hmm. who lied and said she was Native American until last year, <laughs> like the last year. She let it ride for a while. How long? How long did she let that ride? Uh, when was, when did she first say this? Is a genuine question. I actually don't know. Like when did she first say that? No, I'm telling you, for as long as she was, as long as she was claiming. Really? And I don't know. Okay. From 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 her, her entire professional life. Wow. Okay. So when she applied for the bar, she called herself a Native American. Mm. Come on, man. Yeah. But I look at these folks who want to who want to have these duplicity of being both privileged and white and underprivileged and female and, and under underprivileged and female and Native American. But yet they live a white life. They live a very white life. Bernie stole about diversity, but this cat moves to Vermont. Mm -hmm. Word? That's yep. your answer? You diversity is slow to move to Vermont. All right. That makes sense. No one. The hypocrisy are we saying I never oh, been to Vermont? Are we are we saying Vermont's not as diverse as what some is what Bernie might say? Uh, Vermont is <laughs> from 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 somewhere from Ohio and North Carolina. I haven't made it to Vermont, but I I believe you. Yeah, I have no reason not to. Vermont, you won't see many people of color there uh -huh. at all. There's some new populations of people from different parts of Africa. Sure. But even they were lack of diversity in Vermont was there. Vermont is about as white a state as there is. I mean, only places like Idaho and Utah are whiter. That doesn't make them bad, but it definitely doesn't make the case that somebody who says they support diversity. Sure. Coming from a place like Brooklyn, you yep. would say first day in Brooklyn. Yeah, no, I, I think I think that's an incredible point no. that not a lot of people are 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 either calling out or or at least nominate or like I think lifting up. Um, but we love the transition, kind of what you said too but about. What has Bernie Sanders done? And what has Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Steyer, um, um, any of these cats, yep. Biden, what have they all done for black people? What have they done for Latino people? Show me. Mm -hmm. Show me the legislation that has their name on it that they somehow made better. Show me. Just please show me. Show me. Yeah, no, I think it's one hundred percent right. And have you always been this politically focused? Uh, has it been through the work, or has it been growing up, or um, where where did this interest in politics or policy come from? Yeah. I just thought I, I just thought I was a politician when I grew up. Okay. That's one of the reasons why I have a hard stop. It's not it's not too late. It's, it's not too late. We have elections yeah, coming it, up. It's not, for me. it's not my thing, man. I wonder what we did. I don't even like adults that much. <laughs> I, if there were a way to run schools that kids, I would do that. I you know, I don't want to cut you off, man, but one of my favorite coaches and teachers, he, he was just the best. Uh, shout out to Matt LaPointe. And he was, um, you know, I think I was going to high school and then college. I was like, and he, he was just teaching, but killing the game and teaching. And at that point in high school, I was like, you know, if you're an assistant principal, principal soup, like you'll make more money, you'll be fine. I was like, why? Like, you're a super smart dude. You're crushing it. Like, why don't you do it? He goes, I just never want to talk to adults ever again. 
And I thought he was joking. And like, as an adult, like I'm starting and like working with kids, like sometimes, some days I get it. So like, I feel you, man. I understand that. I'm telling you right now. No, I don't want to to spend my days immersed in adult BS. That is, oh my God. You want me to be in hell? Drop me off there. That's real. I appreciate appreciate the honesty. Um, So with the policy piece, because I think you brought up interesting about how, unfortunately, some people might just assume if if one is African-American or black, then they have to be a Democrat and they have to believe in certain things um, unilaterally. But we know, I guess, you know, within this administration, you endorse Betsy DeVos, which I think some people might t- think as a hot take, but you obviously have a very nuanced and methodical approach to that endorsement. Can you speak to what made you endorse her and how you think she's doing? Well, she supports school choice, and people forget that Betsy DeVos doesn't have to do any stuff. She's stupid rich. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. Like, F you money rich. Right. She ain't got to do nothing. So that she does it is an indication of her commitment from where I That's number one. Number two, I think one of her problems is that she allows herself to get on television. That's something she should not do. You're referring to the growth and achievement conversation she got in trouble? Either she kind of fumbled a, a few times? I am referring to every single time she's on television. <laughs> all right, all right. Never, ever, 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 if I can just say, ever yeah, please. be on television talking about any topic, ever. She's, just, she's awful. <laughs> awful. And so I agree with her politics as it relates to school choice. Um, but I know that she's got awful. And because of that, and, and she, you know, one of the things that she does uh, that a lot of people uh do is she apologizes for being white and wealthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, she didn't make herself white any more than I made herself black. True. So I'm not going to apologize for that. She shouldn't apologize either. Yep. But the intersection yep. of white and wealthy, a lot of people like Elizabeth Warren, who by the way is white and wealthy, mm-hmm. to key off on people like Bloomberg mm-hmm. and, and, and call him arrogant. Imagine if he turned around and said, arrogant, look at you. Sure. He's got a lie about my race. Right? Because yep. that would have been me. You better say some foolishness like that to me. This woman allegedly works at Harvard. We ain't talking about a regular local public school. for Harvard University. Mm-hmm. The elite of the elite. Is she claiming to have street cred? Come on, man. Wow. And so, is Blueberg your guy? Yes. Why? Because... I believe that he has the, the nuance, you mentioned nuance, the nuances that are necessary to create the kind of government that meets the needs of more than one side of the population. Hmm. And I'm very concerned about where we're going. The polarization of politics is real. Sure. I was, uh, this morning I was in um, uh, Waco, Texas. I'm right now in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, wow. And Safe travels, good. I was at uh, Baylor University. Yep. And I spoke with some kids there. And and when I go to a new community, uh, I watch the local news. And obviously the political ads are rampant right now. Mm-hmm. And in that case, what I see is one side is uh, hell-bent on their guns. 
and taking women's rights away from them. And the other side is helping on socializing everything that we know. I happen to believe that most of America lives somewhere in the middle. Yep. I think that we, I think everybody believes in Social Security, mm-hmm. right? We all sure. get that. Yep. We all but pay for it. At I least I don't know if we're all going to get it, but we all pay for it. Well, yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. But I don't think that people want to live in a socialist society. I think people believe that there should be some form of health care that is available to all people, but I think most people would believe that that should be driven by income level mm-hmm. and feel that there should be a choice. It should not be imposed upon. So we believe that we should take care of the indigent and, and disconnect it and disenfranchise. But we should not be paying for health care for middle-class, largely white people. Similarly, I think that most people believe that you should create financial aid packages that make it possible for people to go to college. But I don't think that, that anyone believes that we should be paying for middle and upper middle-class white, black, Latino, and other people to go to college. And, 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 and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. I think Bloomberg is, is someone who is there who gets that. You know, do I like to stop I think it just goes back to the nuance point, yeah, that I appreciate, out of, you know, from you and, and other leaders, right, as, as, as you as a, as a black male, given the space you've worked in and just lived in, you know, acknowledging the stop and frisk and your own experiences, the Bloomberg policy that, you know, more people come familiar with when he was mayor of Charlotte, uh, or excuse me, mayor of New York, of course, not Charlotte yet, I don't think. Um, but then some of his charter school work and his belief in school choice, and, you know, I think some people may be able to debate the outcomes of, of that, but... Believes deeply in school choice. New York, New York City has the best city school system in our country. The best. This is the best. You can look at some of the highest performing schools in the state of New York mm-hmm. are black, Latino, and charter. And you, and you credit that to to Bloomberg, or like Bloomberg having a say in that? Hell yeah, that okay. was him. That was all him. Well, okay. That was him and Joe Klein. Yep. Well, okay. That's, I mean, that's, that's great. That's, I mean, you know, we know from afar, but knowing how influential a mayor can be, not only to like claim the results, but actually do it and drive it. And, and knowing Joel Klein and his incredible leadership too, that's, that's good insight from you to provide from your experience. 
And, he, and you know, I think it, even from from our perspective, which was, you know, one, he believes in school choice, which is important, but he, he knows, at least appears to know the ins and outs of what charters are and what they are not. And at least from the one question that was asked in the most recent debate, uh, I think four out of the nine or so candidates that were on stage called them private schools or called them non-public schools, which I think just the education of what these things are for um, the candidates running for this elected official need to understand the details of those sorts of policies. Um, to, uh, it is very easy to be a white upper middle class person or a Latino upper middle class person or a black upper middle class person and say that you want kids to go to the neighborhood public school. Mm-hmm. Because A, you likely won't have to be one of them. True. B, if you did, your neighborhood public school would be better than the ones that the poorest or among us have. And C, even if you do go to those schools, you can end up in a gifted and talented program or a magnet program or some other program that will allow you to not really have to suffer through the failures of the school. But for those people at the bottom, it really ain't a choice. I find it odd, and again, hypocritical, that people like Bernie Sanders, AOC, Elizabeth Warren at all can see the need to provide choice when it comes to... Um, when it comes to uh, uh, Medicare, uh, medical uh, insurance. Sure, yep. Health insurance. But you do not see the value in choice when it comes to education. And there's a simple reason why. It's because they believe more in unions than they do in the community. They believe and support wholeheartedly over all other And it's crazy, right? Because you would, because to, to your point, it doesn't, you know, you, from one, it doesn't appear to align with maybe other policies or other thoughts. And then, like in my head, it's like, are they, do they actually believe that? Do they just think it's going to get them elected? And so they're not, you know, being honest with us. Like what? It, I mean, to, it confounds me. It seems like it confounds you. It doesn't make any sense from if they actually care about what's best for kids and well, families. They, I mean, they're pretty clear. They're pretty clear. It's all you need all day, everywhere. Right. For them. the difference yep. which worth hundreds of millions of dollars right how is that not the same thing yep yep uh dr Bray, we're all you know dang we could talk to you for maybe four hours um on any day of the week but we want to get you out of here with a few maybe quick questions and respect your time because we know you're busy um and got some work to do this weekend so if we kind of wanted to tell our listening audience one actionable thing they can do in their positions to affect educational choice and educational quality what advice would you give to our listening audience 
who support Pulitzer, regardless of the party. That's great. And timely, North Carolina with a big voting day coming up on Tuesday, and I guess uh, many other states across the country as well. Uh, super timely. Uh, another question, uh, 60 seconds. So celebrities opening schools, Diddy, LeBron, Ernest, especially in the NBA, Jalen Rose, hot take? You like that or no? Partnering with at least one of those people mm-hmm. and being friends with at least two, um, they're not quote unquote running the school. Sure. We yeah. often get on celebrities' backs for not doing enough. We often get at them for not spending enough time in the hood and helping people out. Yep. Then they do it. And then we tell them that they shouldn't do it because they're friends. <laughs> they can't win. Yep. And do you want them to help or not? Because Andre Agassi has a fantastic club in Las Vegas. Yeah, that's right. Pitbull has pulled down in, in Florida. And then obviously uh, it runs uh, at like the, the, the management foundation, right? Or the facility foundation that helps a lot of charters with the facilities. Yeah, yeah. They build a lot of, they build a lot of schools. Yep. Fred Ivory builds a lot of schools. That's right. So I want, let me be crystal clear. Sure. I want anyone who is committed to children, regardless of the place from which they come. Now, of course, there's going to be someone that says, you want to act murderers in this? Yeah. Right. Regardless of where they come, within reason, yep. to be part of the solution. Because as somebody runs schools in urban communities, I find myself working with felons mm-hmm. and friars. Mm-hmm. I find myself working with pastors and people currently in the penitentiary. I have to work with whoever it is. I don't get to choose my children. Yep. I don't get to choose their parents. I don't get to choose who comes up to when they want to talk or argue about whatever it is on their mind. You mean I charter schools have to work. take all kids? Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. I, know. I, 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 wouldn't have, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, yeah, um, amen. Back then, to speak right now, one of my parents is calling from, from one of our schools. Good. So, yeah, we do take all, we do have to take, take kids from all uh, uh, places. That's right. And therefore, we have to take anybody who wants to work with us. That's right. That's right. All right, party people. I thank you so much for your time. I gotta, I gotta feel out. Thank you, Doctor Perry. Where uh, you want to get? You want to let people know where they can find you? They can find me at one of my schools or at Doctor T. Perry. Um, <laughs> hey, we appreciate you, Doctor Perry. Talk soon. Thank you, sir. Hey, guys, this is Greg. Thanks again for checking out the podcast episode. Uh, feel free to show us some love on social media. So Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, at Shermco, S-C-H-E-R-M-C-O, and hashtag SquarePizzaPod. I uh, would love to see your reviews and connect with you there. Um, stay in touch for the next episode.